Welcome to the Mornings with Sue and Andy podcast for Monday, February 27th. The lingering effects of COVID are still impacting our physical health, but the pandemic also continues to have a lasting effect on our mental health. We discuss the ongoing mental health issues and find out what help Woods Homes offers up with Dr. Angelique Jenny, Woods Homes Research Chair in Children's Mental Health and Associate Professor in the Faculty of Social Work at the University of Calgary. Today, we kicked off QR Calgary's 2023 Health Series, brought to you by Woods Homes. As Dave McIver told us, it's important to talk to someone if you feel like you're struggling, but there are other ways we can help improve our mental health, including making sure we're eating a healthy diet. He's the first fan in NBA history to ever win an official championship ring. Today, we caught up with Toronto Raptors superfan Nav Badia to hear his latest project, helping new Canadians feel welcome in their new home. And they call him the Iceman. Andre Bellaby Elamu is a man on a mission to break the world record for being immersed in ice and raise money and awareness for ASD or autism spectrum disorder, which his daughter suffers from. Andre tells us how and why he does it and offers up some powerful motivation on this Motivational Monday. The lingering effects of COVID may still be impacting our physical health, but it's certainly had a lasting effect on the mental health of youth and adults alike. Joining us to talk about it this morning is Dr. Angelique Jenny, Woods Homes Research Chair in Children's Mental Health and Associate Professor in the Faculty of Social Work at the University of Calgary. Good morning to you and thanks so much for joining us live in studio this morning. Thanks for having me. It's a really, really important topic. I was just saying to you off air, I have two young kids, 13, 16 now. So certainly, you know, went through it for sure, as I think most people did with kids or grandkids. Uh, Let's go back a little bit, though, and just first talk about Woods Homes and what you and your team offers up. So uh, Woods Homes is a uh, multi-service children's mental health agency here in Calgary, servicing uh, many areas across Alberta, actually, the largest children's mental health center in Canada, I believe. So uh, anything from immediate crisis services to long-term interventions for families, basically, if you need it, we provide it. And did you, I'm sure I know the answer, but over the past two, three years, did you certainly see an increase in people who were reaching out and asking for help? Absolutely. I mean, we've seen that globally, the rates of mental health for both children and adults has risen as a result, direct result of COVID-19. What do you think it was? Do you think it was the fear that we all had and it sort of really just, you know, exacerbated things that were going on in kids as they're growing and, and trying to mature? I think it was the perfect storm of increased anxiety, this whole idea that you don't know what's happening, which is what a lot of us need to keep going. Mm-hmm. The uh, literally taking away of all of the structures that we use. If you think about, we talk about young kids, we always talk about young kids and the need for structure and consistency. Guess what? As adults, we like it too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that was taken away from everyone. You couldn't go to work. You couldn't have, your routines were broken. All of the things that you might use normally to cope, which is what we do when we have anxiety or any issues, we talk to our friends, we go to the gym, we all of the things that you might have relied upon to make yourself feel better weren't available to people anymore. And, you know, the the fear word, I think, is important to focus on, too, because we as adults were a little bit better in in able to to deal with fear of things. But for kids, they just like they don't have anything, no experience to draw on. Right. So I think it was it was that much more terrifying in a lot of cases for young kids. I think what was really scary is that 
for most kids, when you're scared of something, your adult caregiver in your life is like, oh, I know something about this. But in fact, everyone globally did not know what was happening, did not know what was coming. Scientists were working as fast as they could to get those answers to help us make the right decisions for ourselves and our families. So kids were saying, you know, what's happening? And they had parents who said, we don't, we can't know either, right? Pretty scary time for everyone. Yeah, I would say. And anxiety, do you think that has built? I mean, it's it's maybe too common a word these days, but maybe there's reason for it. That is the, it's the number one mental health issue that we've seen rise, anxiety and depression, which is also a component of anxiety. And we talk about anxiety, anxiety is about fear. And if I wanted to talk uh, to young kids about anxiety, I'd talk about worries, right? There were a lot of worries and a lot of things we didn't know, right? Mm -hmm. Scary time for everyone. How do we talk to our kids about that then? I mean, it, we're, we're, we're through the, the majority of it now, and hopefully we never go back to that that mm. period of time. But how do we kind of now, is there sort of, uh, it's a complex issue, obviously, but how do we start to even have that conversation to say, hey, you might not realize it, but you've got some fears that are built in there and, and we need to get through them? Well, I think you you said the perfect words right there. We just have to talk about it, right? That everything that's scary becomes less scary when we put it into words. Mm-hmm. And when we try to teach kids and adults how to work out their worries, okay, what are we most worried about? What do we have control over? What don't we have control over? What can we keep doing anyway, right? Feel, we're going to feel fear. Lots of us felt fear just going out in the world without a mask on for the first time and, uh, and saying to yourself, okay, why do I feel this way? That's okay. I should feel this way. I'm going to try not to feel this way. Um, what can I do? Can I breathe? Can I... Uh, Should you know, I hold my kids, breath? <laughs> tell kids to jump around, get those, you know, we get those worries out, right? By being physical, getting outside is huge. Those kinds of, but it's all about some things are a lot less scary if we don't have to deal with them all on our own. So that biggest piece, social support, is the key to all, um, like everyone, when we looked at who did well and who didn't do well, um, the people who did the best had social support networks in place and felt like they could reach out and they had people they could, that they could access to talk to about what was a, a, a difficult time. That makes sense. But you also said something about, you know, speaking to yourself. And so, does that yeah. sometimes help to say things out loud when you have a fear and you know it's irrational, but we have them anyway. To say it out loud, does that help dispel some of these things? I think so. Uh, I mean... For me, I think, anyway. <laughs> for me too, but I think that people over time, especially COVID, I think we heard a lot of anecdotal talking about people who were living on their own ended up talking to themselves mm-hmm. and their pets and things like that, right? Um, absolutely. What What's the first thing that you do when you are feeling nervous? There's a little bit of self-talk that happens often out loud. Okay, I've got this. I think I can do this. Uh, we help kids by showing them how to do it themselves. We tell them, you've got this, say it to yourself. Lots of, uh, lots of ways that we sort of trick ourselves into managing our bodies and our brains at the same time. I think we're better at telling the kids to do that than doing it ourselves as adults and sort of speaking about that, you know, <laughs> the fears of illness in school, COVID or otherwise, is still an issue for parents. So, uh, you know, does that just add to the stress and the, and the mental health issues for we as parents, grandparents, adults as a whole? Yes, because if you recall, when 
kids first started going back to school, lots of parents were struggling with, should I send my child, especially Mm -hmm. when they were too young to receive the vaccine, for example. And then they had the pressure of their children saying, please let me go to school. I want to see my friends. And so you had that conflict within the family of wanting to do what's best, wanting to keep your child's health uh, the best that you could, but also worrying about their mental health and their well-being. There was a lot of conflict in families around uh, getting to see your friends, Mm -hmm. right? And how, and the risk that that might have brought to other family members, right? What do we do then uh, if we think maybe there's an issue with our kids, if we think their their mental health has suffered or is continuing to suffer, or are we as adults? How do we reach out? What's the best way to get into uh, any of your programs through Woods Homes? Well, the beauty of Woods Homes is we have this 24-hour crisis. We have a walk-in clinic. Just go to woodshomes.ca. You'll get everything you need there in terms of the information. And I guess the message I would really want to put out to people is if you're worried at all, just make a phone call, run something by someone, drop in at the walk-in clinic and say, look, these are the things that are changed and I'm just not sure about them. Uh, It doesn't hurt anyone to ask. Uh, You're not taking up any valuable time by coming in and asking. That's, uh, I think it's one of the things that keep people from getting the help they need is they wait a really long time. They wait until the symptoms are maybe unmanageable Mm -hmm. and getting really difficult as opposed to, I've noticed this change in my child and I'm hoping they're going to get through it, but is there something I could be doing a little bit earlier so uh, that we don't end up at another later point in time where things are worse. Do people need money? Do they need health coverage or what does that look like? It's all free. Everything is free? Yes. Perfect. It is the place to turn to woodshomes.ca. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you. Appreciate it. Dr. Angelique Jenny, Woods Homes Research Chair in Children's Mental Health and Associate Professor in the Faculty of Social Work at the University of Calgary. It's time for today's edition of QR Calgary's 2023 Health Series. It's brought to you by Woods Homes. It's always important to talk to someone if you feel like you're struggling with your mental health. But are there other ways that we can improve our mental health along with talking to someone about your struggles? QR Calgary's Dave McIver takes a look at how improving our diets with whole foods can also make us feel better mentally. During the pandemic, the Canadian Mental Health Association say they saw an increase in people reporting that they were struggling more than usual with their mental health. Sarah Jordan is the executive director of the Canadian Mental Health Association for the Calgary region. What we saw in an early study uh, in partnership with our Canadian Mental Health Association national office and the University of British Columbia early on in the pandemic is that Uh, Almost all, you know, I want to say seven out of eight Canadians reported struggling with their mental health. As more and more people seek to improve their mental health, research done in 2022 called the Nutritional Treatments, the next frontier in psychiatry suggests that a whole foods diet rich in micronutrients can also help people improve their mental health. Dr. Bonnie Kaplan is Professor Emerita at the University of Calgary and co-authored this study. She says avoiding ultra-processed food and eating whole foods rich in nutrients can help improve mental health. Uh, what all the research shows is what our ancestors knew uh, because there's nothing new under the sun. There are just new ways to prove it. And so you can go back 100 years and find all kinds of references saying that if someone is showing um, exhibiting mental health symptoms, they're not eating very well, feed them better. 
I mean, the diagnosis with suboptimal nutrition. It's foundational. It's not the only thing that matters for mental health, but it is the foundation. In fact, I'll give you a very concrete example. We all know that um, mental health problems can be traced to early trauma, child abuse, all kinds of problems. These are very real. And there is nothing about the nutrition research that contradicts that. Although we have shown improved resilience, ability to cope with those horrible things uh, in life with improved nutrition. You see, our brain cells need those nutrients every day to function optimally. And then we can make use of the skills that we've been taught. We can make use of the coping mechanisms, etc. So the bottom line is the bottom <laughs> foundation, okay? Good nutrition is the foundation of good mental health but it doesn't solve everything all by itself. So what types of foods should we be eating? Now, just so that you understand before we talk about what types of food to eat, um, there's no black and white, probably on any issue, but certainly not in nutrition. And so it's not that food is good or bad, but there are whole foods, real foods, unprocessed foods, and that's the fruits and the veggies and the meats and the eggs and the cheeses and so forth that are typically considered to be part of a whole foods Mediterranean style diet. And then over at the far end of the continuum is what our society is putting in their mouths. And that is the ultra processed um, chemical packaged products, which have no vitamins and minerals. They have the macronutrients of proteins, fats, and carbs. We have no vitamins and minerals. They don't have the good fats. They don't have the phytonutrients. They do not feed the cells in your brain and your body. In between, there's some very decent food. For example, applesauce you can buy in a jar. You don't have to make it from scratch. That is minimally processed. It might have a little bit of a preservative or it might have some cinnamon, which is a good thing, but it's not a chemical. So it's not black and white. But what we do know is that real food is what provides us with the nutrients we need. Dr. Kaplan is also here to dispel any myths that a whole foods diet is more expensive than one of processed foods. Research has shown that you can save as much as 20% of your budget if you learn to consume the foods which are uh, on the Mediterranean style diet that include things like the beans and legumes. I mean, lentils are so inexpensive and in our busy society, it's good to know that uh, you can you can prepare a lentil stew in like 20 or 30 minutes. They cook so fast. That's the way to save as much as 20%. So people think it's cheaper to eat the ultra-processed stuff because they walk up to a vending machine and they spend only $2 at a time or $3 at a time. You don't spend 2 or $3 going into a grocery store and buying a can of black beans and, and some spinach, you know, which you can make a stew out of. But you're putting out more than $2 at a time. And that, that stew that you make will be so much healthier for you and will last several meals, but you're putting out more than $2 at a time. For the 2023 Health Series, I'm Dave McIver. Brought to you by Woods Homes, a mental health center. If you or someone you know needs help, call 403-299-9699 or visit woodshomes.ca. 
He's a fixture on the court at every Toronto Raptors home basketball game, and he's earned the title of NBA superfan. Nav Badia is a Toronto-based businessman who's now infamous for his love of basketball, but his story is a lot more complex than that. Nav immigrated to Canada almost 40 years ago from India. He's now working with Kraft to use his personal experience to make other newcomers to our country feel welcome. Nav joins us now. Good morning to you. Thanks so much for being on the show. Good morning. Good morning, Calgary. A pleasure to talk to you. I'm a Toronto-born girl, and uh, I love the Toronto Raptors, so it's uh, it's a fun to see you on the sidelines getting all worked up, usually throughout the season. <laughs> um, um, we want to talk to you, obviously, about the Welcome Home Jars project that you're working on. But before we get there, let's backtrack a little bit, Nav. We want to hear your story of how you made your way to Canada. Well, you know, I came here in a very, very tough time when the Sikhs were being massacred during the genocide of the Sikhs in 1984 and uh, there was no safe heaven for the Sikhs in their homes or in their temples and we were being massacred and thousands of us lost our lives there and that's the time when I moved to Canada. I was blessed enough to be accepted by Canada and landed up in uh, Toronto, Malton area and uh, you know uh, when you are a new immigrant you try to survive and uh, I rented a basement for $340 in Malton and then Finding a job was very tough. Nobody wanted to hire a Sikh with a turban and beard as an engineer. So I did odd jobs like cleaning. I was a janitor. I was a janitor. I was a landscaper. And I tell you one thing, I was the best landscaper and the best janitor of my time. That's the thing, right? Put in the effort and it, it pays off. Exactly. So, and, you're exactly. Now- and, then I became, and then I became a car salesman. And the very first day I had incident people calling me names, you know, at the car dealership. And that's the day I decided now... If you want to survive in this environment, you got to be better than good. And I went out on the floor and I sold 127 cars in three months, which was a record then and a record, still a record. And rest is all history. I own five dealerships now. I'm the one, number one, with God's grace, I'm the number one Hyundai dealer and Genesis dealer. And rest is all history. That's an incredible story, Nav, not to mention, you know, your love of basketball. It all kind of comes home because you've partnered up with Kraft Peanut Butter for a very unique project called Welcome Home Jars. Tell us about it. Well, it's an amazing. I wish we had, I had something like that during when I came, but we didn't. So this is a Welcome Home Jar. And, uh, you know, people can uh, get this jar. People can send this jar to the new immigrants, new people who are newcomers. And there is a QR code on it. And uh, when you scan that QR code, you go to Duolingo and you can learn the language. It's available in a few languages, the language of your choice, the language of your mother tongue. And uh, you just learn English. And I tell you, to communicate in a new country, in a new environment, is the most important thing. And uh, that's what Kraft peanut butter is doing with the welcome jars. And I kudos to them. And that's why I partner with them. And funny enough, strange enough, Kraft peanut butter and basketball, the two things I love, they're both Canadian. (laughs) I love it too. It's fantastic that you're involved with it. And we want to just point out that you are the only, only NBA fan to ever earn an NBA championship ring. That's how important you are to the team. And obviously, two new immigrants coming to this country and helping out with this program. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Nav. Thank you very much. But I also want to say not just the championship ring, but also I'm the only one to be in the Hall Basketball Hall of Fame. So God is good. When the new immigrants come, come work hard, work with passion, because you are coming to the best country in the world. I usually say, if there is a heaven on this earth, it's right here in Canada. 
And love you, Canada. Go, Canada, go. He is Nav Badia, NBA super fan. Thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. He's a man on a mission, and if his goal and reason behind it doesn't inspire you, well, it just will, I promise. <laughs> Joining us to talk about his mission <laughs> on this Motivational Monday is Andre Bellevue Elumu. That's Did I correct. say it right, Andre? That's correct. Uh, otherwise known, do you call yourself the Iceman, or other people have named you that? Uh, yeah, or the Cameronese Viking, or Iceman, or a lot of, lot of things, a lot of things. Well, good morning to you, and thank you so much for coming in live. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share a bit of my story with you guys. That's well, I, I'm grateful that you came in, because it's nice to talk to you face-to-face. I've been reading about you in different articles, of and course. maybe people have seen you running around Calgary. Yeah, first so- of all, give us a little bit about your background. You Are, are you Swiss-born? Well, what I am, I'm not Swiss. I'm French and Cameroonese, okay. but I'm based in Switzerland, so okay. I represent Switzerland. Gotcha. So, uh, I mean, uh, fl- a bit of experience. I mean, I've been um, my mindset coach. I developed my own concept after having ran across America. So I ran from New York City to Los Angeles by foot. By I- choice? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, just yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's a good one. Also ran from, uh, from France. To Africa, to Morocco, and then right now I'm training for an ice bath world record. So anyway, with this, after the, the, those, ra- those races, I decided to create a mindset coaching course to help people to get to the goal. So mental tools, if I can do it, you can do it. Not maybe run across America or something, but or, or go run across Canada, but uh, to get, let's say, if you're shy to speak in front of public, if you, uh, to be more organized, I have some lady with a business, Bitcoin business, you know, everything. So yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you've done it all, but it's but I think you know that's the important part, right? So we'll get into your training, sure. what, what you're doing, because you you're, you speak quickly. But I want people to yeah, understand that what course, you're training sorry. for is being immersed in ice yes. for a world record time, which currently is three hours and twenty six minutes. Twenty six seconds, twenty eight seconds. That was being misaid, but yeah, because twenty six sec, twenty eight seconds and twenty six uh, minutes, it's a big difference. So what's the total? What is the record? Right so now? the record, it's uh, twenty uh, three hours yep. and twenty eight seconds. In ice seconds. immersion. So when I mean okay. ice immersion, it's with uh, like being a you know bucket. It's a bucket of ice standing <laughs> with ice until you until you collarbone. Yes. You are obviously you've got a you've got a, a, like it's mind over matter for you. I'm I'm imagining in a lot of ways, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Because nobody runs that far, and of nobody course. chooses to be immersed in ice for more than three hours. Yes, that's absolutely. Unless they can achieve that. So, yes. what what drives you? Well, you know, like that's that's what I that's what I try to put. Uh, I mean, uh, that's what I put f- uh, f- forward with friends and clients. It's uh, chase your worthy cause. What do I mean by this? Is when you have a good cause, right? If you have a good cause, we can uh, inspire others to do great things. That either tangible things or intangible things. Yeah. That cause can literally that cause going to turn to your brain. I mean, turn to your uh, turn to your mindset. And your mindset is like a neurological muscle, which is going to override every oh, every part of the brain. We're like, oh my gosh, right? To do uh, amazing things. That's how also like I can stay, I can do amazing things in the eye. So even walk on fire, you know? Do you think that anybody can sort of build that in their brain? Like if they don't have that already, you look at elite athletes, you're one of them, obviously, but Olympians, for example, if we take them for as, as the example, you know, not everybody can be that. Do you think we can train our brains, though, to sort of achieve those things? 100%, 100%. It's with like the visualization mindset. That's how we, it's everything's possible. Like I, for example, I'm not born, I'm not born a long distance runner. I mean, look at my build. I was a sprinter. But within 11 months of, uh, of visualization of mindset training, then literally I, I got ready. And everybody can. 
You know, of course, me, not everybody has time to do to do rentals, everything. But it doesn't mm -hmm. matter about running. That's just an example that if you set your mind, uh, if you set your mind to something, you can achieve whatever you set your mind to. Okay, as long we'll as if it's a good cause. So. We'll come back to that. Yeah, so so sure. you can, I'm sure, help sure. Our, our listeners with Motivational Monday in terms of that oh, of thought. Course. But let's talk about, you know, people may have seen you running around Calgary in just your running shoes and a pair of shorts in that frigid cold temperature that yeah. we just experienced. But that's just training for you for your record that you're you're trying to break. Yeah, I mean, it is absolutely right. It's a, it's a, it's a record. It's, it's, a, it is beautiful. As for example, I was with my friend uh, Pacific from Ocean Tree Care. Uh, he never ran at below 35 degrees, and uh, yeah, he just did it. So you know, and uh, my friend Muhammad too here he did it. So it's possible. It is possible. Yeah. You're, you're all standing here. Absolutely. You're alive and well, and yes. you haven't lost any limbs or digits or anything like that. Yes, no. What did no. It, so uh, when you walked out the door in your shorts and your running shoes, did you think, I'm an idiot, what am I doing right now? Or were you already into no. it? The, so when I went outside, I like a bit of music, I love a bit of trance, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's good music. And just my mind just goes, like something just switch. Really? Like I'm going to, I'm turning to a Terminator mode, you know, I like the movie Terminator. Yeah. I like the second one, you know, <laughs> I like the soundtrack actually. <laughs> so you can train, you've trained yourself to hit yeah. that switch. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Just to go to like the, that button that, uh, yeah. Wow. That's, I'm, I mean, it's amazing. So your training program will lead you up to the fact that you'll be immersed for more than three hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in that. ice. Yeah. Yeah. Right Not now. Not water, just in ice, right? Just in ice because there's a big difference between ice and water. Why so? What makes it that Because much literally, harder? like, you, what's the lar what's the biggest or uh, organ on your body? Skin, your skin, yeah. right? And literally, ice and water, your entire skin is covered. But with ice, you have a bit of air oh. going through the ice cubes. Doesn't mean because you stay, uh, you know, uh, one hour, because my record is high, I'm one hour and 21 minutes in, uh, in uh, water and ice that I'm going to stay for 10 hours. You know, maybe I will. So Maybe. will you stay longer as soon as your record, the, you beat the record? Will you just keep going? I mean, you're already there, right? So what the... So you might as well stick around. Yeah, a little more, you know? Can you eat? Can you drink while you're in there? No. Nah, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I don't even know. But um, I don't need... I'll be... You're in the zone. Survival mode, you know? Just, yeah. So uh, do you... Is it to the top of your head? Did you say it's to your shoulders? Until you call up on your shoulder has to be immersed. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. That's amazing. I, I can't even imagine because I'm cold just thinking about it. But you have a very, very good reason not just because you're a mindset coach and, and this is a goal for you. Mm -hmm. You have a very good reason behind why That's you're doing what you're doing. Yes, 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 yes. You, you, like, and the reason is uh, that I'm doing that for my daughter with uh, ASD, autism spectrum disorder. She has one of the spectrums. Um, and also I'm doing that for everyone with autism spectrum disorder. And also, I mean, I'm doing, um, like I said, we talk about it again. I'm doing this to, that to show people if you have a good cause, you can achieve whatever you set your mind to. That's, That's powerful. It. So what's your goal? Do you have a financial goal or do you just, are well, you just, is it for the awareness for yeah, well, autism spectrum? Uh, uh, at first, I thought it was uh, my, at uh, uh, first with my daughter, with my, um, with my, um, with my daughter's mother, we thought that we need uh, to raise money for our daughter Kira, but she doesn't, um, but actually the government in the UK, because in the UK, that uh, they will take care of it. So we don't have to. So I thought like we're still going to do this for awareness. But also believe it's also really important to do that for for an association. So the goal is to raise $250,000, 250,000 Swiss francs. Let's see where, what's going on. Where, how are things going? For an association, different associations for autism, to go and support to the families or to go and support to the um, to the people itself. You know, yeah. because it's there's a big, uh, there's different spectrums. There are different 
Yeah, speculative. I love that you're doing that. It's, it's a powerful much. goal mm-hmm. for sure. So if you can give sort of a, you know, a, a bit, it's Motivational Monday. So if you can give a little bit of motivation to our listeners who are out there paying attention to you and thinking, I couldn't do that. There's no way. I can't train my mind to do that. You say, I'm going to say a couple sentences. What a man can do, another can do. Say it again. What a man can do, another can do. Say it again. What a man can do, another can do. And obviously, on top of this, adding your brain, chase your worthy cause. Because when you have a great cause, right, when you have something great in your mind, you can achieve whatever you set your mind to. There's no limits. Forget about the no, 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 the negative. I know, I don't know, I don't know. No. Nah. Forget about this. Believe in yourself. Believe in your instincts. It's we all have this. We all have this. I'm getting a side hug. <laughs> we all have this in us. If you have a great cause in mind, you can achieve whatever you set your mind to. That's how I kind of literally right now walk on fire for like 18 meters, you know, burning coal. So everything is possible. Andre, how do people <coughs> donate if you, you know, if they're listening to you and thinking, I would love to help out with your ASD and your goal that yeah. you're going to try so, to achieve? So right now we did a, we did a first uh, um, GoFundMe campaign from Switzerland to allow me to go here. So right now we didn't create another campaign for that cause yet, but please uh, follow us on, if you can say, I mean, on social media mm-hmm. to follow the other parts of it, of that uh, we're going to create a, a GoFundMe or going to create something special that people will be able to donate for this. Best way to find you on social media, by your full name or by... Well, May I, may I say it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the, you have Instagram. It's Andre underscore Bellaby. Also on Facebook, you have Andre uh, Bellaby. And also on uh, Twitter, uh, Andre Bellaby. LinkedIn, Andre Bellaby. Okay, so it's B-E-L-I-B-I, Bellaby. Yeah. Andre yes. Bellaby. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank uh, you so much. Powerful. You're, you're a very strong-minded man, obviously. May I say something quickly? Okay, sure. Well, so yesterday, I mean, tomorrow we're going to be in Airdrie. Near, um, we're going to be in the lake there. We're creating an event on Facebook. Uh, I'm going to swim under the ice, polo plunge. In Airdrie? Yes. From 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. We thank you for your time. Good thank luck. Thank you so much. I believe you're going to achieve it. God bless. Thank you.